0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, politicians from around the world. That's right, because I'm the bloody vice mayor of Bacchus Marsh. Welcome. Episode number 46, coming to you hot and heavy. Snags in Adelaide this week. The globetrotter of the Run It Back podcast, that's what I'll call myself. Now look, before I make this whole podcast about snags, don't do that every
1: week, boys, that's for sure. (laughs)
0: Let me hand over to the man with the buttons, DL talk to me baby how are we
1: snags I'm good mate how'd we go from five on last week's podcast to only three on this week's podcast
0: we we'll just started culling them so <laughs> you know what too many you gotta just get the the key players on this week yeah no no joker we had some key players on last week we Jokes.
1: did we did Statman man handed in his leave pass today and uh it looked legit did, did you approve legit. his annual leave, did you? Uh, I approved it. I You're approved it. Boy. Boy. Uh, the boy does hate hate missing a potty, so I know he's a little bit flat, so shout out to the Statman. Well, mm.
0: Snags of Stats coming to your hot and <laughs> this week, guys. Buckle in and get prepared, because bloody all they're good ones.
1: We'll, we'll soon see. We'll soon see. Even without the man, we have a big show lined up for today. We have two Your C cards we're going to talk about. They're both from Vegas. Um, Snags has got something new in the pipeline for this week. Any hints to the listeners, Snags?
0: Uh, well, look, you know, I don't want to spoil any surprises or anything, but uh, I think Steve Harvey may
1: ring a bell to oh. some people. I think that's his name that's anyway. A solid, that's a solid hint. Solid hint. Also, we've got Hot Take, we've got Punters Club. But before I get too deep into all this, I'm going to get to the man that's been off the grid for the last week. Stoney, what's good? Uh,
2: the introduction from Sugar Snags, a key player deal. Oh. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere, sugar snags.
0: I know. I thought I'd actually take that back when I said, oh, we (laughs) we like implying that those two, like Statman and uh, JJ, were not keep. I'm sorry, boys. Snags, too excited tonight.
2: Uh, Mate, you're right. Off the grid, DL. uh, Been five days without a phone, not knowing myself. And unbeknownst to you, you have actually had a, a case of breaking news with DL. Two of your topics in Hot Take, just reading through the rundown, are breaking news for me like I, I did not know this so i'm uh really amped oh look out before we jump too
1: far into the podcast we need to thank our sponsors humble fightwear is an australian jiu-jitsu brand that celebrates one of the most important parts of martial arts becoming humble
0: look boys you all know that snags absolutely loves this brand and if they can make a five-stripe rashi, i'll be wearing it till the hills come home but i'm wearing the white one that's for sure, because i I've never going blue belt, baby. Look, Stony, tell me where you can get them.
2: Look, Sugar Snags, you can head to their Instagram page and give them a follow or go to www.humblefightwear.com.au and help them spread the good vibes one purchase at a time, boys.
1: And for being amazing runner-back listeners, the legends at Humble Fightwear are giving you 15% off your entire order. Snags, tell them how they do that.
0: Obviously, go to the website for one, Check. For two, chuck in the code word RIB15, uh, R-I-B-1-5. 15, R-I-B 15. Uh, get yourself 15% off. And then, you yeah. know, if anyone also, just random challenge, anyone wants to bloody roll with snags, if you can tap me out <laughs> in under five minutes, I'll buy one for you. That's for sure. So uh, send those challenges through thick and fast because uh, Humble is the brand you want to get behind, boys. That's for
1: sure. I think we might get Humble to put that on their socials.
0: <laughs> don't know if you should do that or not, but I'm keen. Throwing it out there, Snags is bloody ready to roll, okay? Five stripes, bring it.
1: Our Snags is quite keen tonight. It's probably because he has a new segment, and I think that's the best way to throw into the podcast with a little MMA family feud.
0: Oh, look, love that intro <laughs> music! Thank you, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and boys and girls, we thought story time with Snags obviously finished last podcast, so uh, we couldn't let the listeners just go without some Snag sizzle and Snag segments. Okay, so I've brought to you. Run It Back Family Feud. Uh, so how it will work as per uh, normal family feud. Uh, the boys will be playing the roles of the families, but solos, like they're just single men, but not. <laughs> um, and they'll compete each other against each other each week in a round of uh, Run It Back Family Feud, obviously MMA related. And uh, what will happen is Snags will throw out a question to start with. Uh, we've got 10 answers. I've obviously uh, surveyed 100 people across the globe. <laughs> for these top 10 answers. Uh, little asterisks above that one. <laughs> and uh, so the the question will go out. The boys will buzz in with the buzzers that I'll give them. Whoever gets the top answer, if any, uh, for that will be able to uh, play the board. Uh, the boys will need to get three right answers to win the round. They get two wrong answers before it gets passed over to the next person in line. That person obviously has to get only one answer Right as per the game, to win the round. If they lose, then it goes to the uh, the first place leader for the point for the week, boys, the fortnight. And is everyone okay with the rules?
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. So big. far, so good. Yeah. This is surprisingly legit, DL. <laughs> I think
0: it's okay, legit. Okay, so now I'm going to give you guys your buzzers, okay? DL, your yep. buzzer for this week, because I'm going to change him every week just for fun. The buzzer this fortnight, sorry, is... I've been watching the new Mighty Ducks series by the way. Oh. cracking series so far. Gordon Bombay getting back in coaching. <laughs> your buzzer this week is going to be related to the Mighty Ducks. Quack, quack. Can you give me a quick quack, quack? Quack, quack. Yeah, well done. Well done. Thanks. I like it. Stony, your buzzer for this week is going to be related to uh, something that you love dearly and just think you idolize. Um, so your buzzer this week is going to be sugar snags. <laughs> sugar snags. There you go. Perfect. Got it. Boys, you're on board. Okay. So, we are all good and ready to go for game one of R.I.B. Family Feud. Ready. So, I'm going to read the question and then you've got to buzz in with this thing. Whoever buzzes in first, obviously go first, okay? Now, boys, this week I've gone something just to kick us off. I've gone broad and I've gone specific to our market, okay? So, in my best Steve Harvey impersonation, name something related to the sport of MMA. Sugar
2: snacks. Oh, Stoney. Uh, the cage.
0: The cage. Cool. So that's actually, you've got one right. That's actually number 10. Oh,
2: so, <laughs> so now, now I've got I'll a get a room here. I'll get the choice no, to pass or play. We, we,
0: no, well, DL gets to go. And if he gets anything higher than 10, which tends the lowest, by the way, oh. but well done, because you got one, he gets to choose if he takes it or not. DL.
1: Gotcha. Okay. I think I'm going to go Conor McGregor.
0: Oh, he's got on Conor McGregor's number seven. Uh, this is working better than the Book of Snacks. <laughs> Same at one. Dale, would you like to play the board?
1: I'm going to pass. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm going to pass it to Stony. So I'm going to try to steal it from Stoney. I
0: don't know if that's how it works. I <laughs> rolled it, boys. Okay, Stoney, you're playing the board. You need to get three correct answers. There is eight more left on the board. So just anything related to MMA. Name something related to the sport of MMA. Knockouts. That is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Statman's not here this week. I'm going to go three incorrect answers before we pass it on, okay? So that's one cross. If I had like a little thing, cross. Right. Fighters. That's a very
2: DL (laughs) answer.
0: Well incorrect. (laughs) you got one more chance before well, it goes over to DL.
2: Clearly you interviewed 100 people who are very hardcore into MMA because I'm thinking 100 people off the street. They wouldn't know <laughs> this sport in depth, so I'm going, trying to be a little bit broad. Funny Stoney thinks he actually did 100 people. <laughs> uh,
1: tap out.
0: Tap out is not on the Ooh, list, my friend, unfortunately. Geez. I'm going to throw it over to <laughs> our producer DL Can he steal week one.
1: Okay. Dana White. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Stony that,
0: means, true. that means that Stony wins the week, <laughs> boys. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. no. So the boys got their first answers right. <laughs> Conor McGregor was number seven. Octagon sorry, the cage was number ten. Big well done to the boys. I was actually surprised because <laughs> you got one. <laughs> um, I'm going to read you through from bottom to top. Okay, number ten, the cage. Number nine, BJJ. Number eight. DL answer, elbows. Oh, <laughs> number seven was Con McGregor. Number six yeah. was submissions. Oh, oh
1: was, yeah. happy with submissions?
0: Come on, close. Number five, I went a bit of Australian. F- I mean, the listeners that I surveyed went a bit of Australian <laughs> flair with Eternal MMA. Oh, yeah. Number four, I don't know how you boys didn't say <laughs> UFC. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, number three, a lot of the fans were really around this one Ring Girls.
1: Oh, that was
0: a good one, I thought. Number two was a thing that built the sport and really brought it back, the ultimate fighter, obviously the TV show. And, boys, the biggest disappointment in all the lands from Snag's Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) I need a moustache for this segment. (laughs) Number one, the running back podcast, boys.
1: What are you doing to yourself? Lovely. I did enjoy that.
0: That was good. So, uh, mate, boys, thanks for playing along. Stoney. One zip, we give Statman a big fat minus one because yeah. he wasn't on the potty this week, I yeah. think.
2: <laughs> I do love that all the people that tune in to listen to us as an MMA podcast are now tuning out because we couldn't get one <laughs> between know, us after we started playing D. You got two. Uh, out no, of no, 10. but once we started the, the open yeah. game, none. That's tough. But, What's and that? still, and still, never in doubt, Sugar Snake, never in <laughs> doubt, I was... Born ready to play this game. (laughs)
0: Mate, one zip. Boys, I think this is my new call. And this segment is going to go strength to strength every fortnight.
1: I liked it. Well, boys, we might jump into a little hot take. Bellator has just signed a free-to-air deal with Channel 10 in Australia. Is there an opportunity to see more combat sport across free-to-air TV? I think in Australia it's a bit... It's challenging. Like in
0: America, they might, I don't know. I don't live there, to be honest. Um, But they might have a bit more opportunity for the old free-to-air. But look, it's good to see a free-to-air promotion on free-to-air and snags. We'll probably watch a few fights. But um, look, it's only going to continue to get more people into the market. So thumbs up from uh, your boy, Steve Harvey Snags. <laughs>
2: <laughs> DL absolutely love this, and this is one of those breaking news moments. I did not know this was the case until I read the rundown, so absolutely stoked to hear that. Uh, this could be the little edge that I need to really get into Bellator because there's just been something holding me back. Maybe it's that exposure. Uh, right in time for the heavyweight Grand Prix, Yo Romero, Rumble Johnson, Ryan Bader. Looking forward to that one immensely. I still remember back in the early days, they used to play on a Thursday night, three fights, uh, and, and they weren't... Uh, recent ones, they were just you know they could be from any era, any year. But three UFC fights late at about eleven PM on a Thursday. That was the early days for Stony. Absolutely loved that on our free to wear. That's since gone, but here's Bellator. Bring it on. It's coming back. I think I think you
0: can um, watch. I think they got the historical library on Ten Play as well. There you go. So you can go back and watch whatever you want. Breaking you some snags as well. Oh man, I'm all about stats this week, boys.
1: Uh, our listener poll for this week had – it was pretty resounding. It was 100% yes. So they get it. Everyone loves it. Australia's own Alex Volkanovsky has been named a tough coach alongside Brian Ortega. What are you most excited about to see in the new tough series?
0: Uh, look, this is a hard one for Snags. You boys know I like the Volk and you know that I love T-City, baby uh so i'm just excited to see the boys every single week that's that's me arousal levels are peaking very highly that's for sure if i was going to say out of 10 24 24 <laughs> out of 10
2: <laughs> Dale, my arousal levels are not at a 24 out of 10 for this one yeah, i do fun. like the volk and i do like t city uh it seems a bit of a quirky dude t city mm-hmm. so it'd be nice to see get to know him a little bit more um I really wanted Masvidal and Colby Covington. Yeah. Uh, I wanted one with a bit more fire, a bit more feeling, and a bit more heat, and I don't think Vulcan or Ortega are bringing that. So uh, I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm going to look forward to it, but I'm, um, yeah, a little bit gutted that it wasn't two coaches who are going to bring a little bit more entertainment to the show. Great.
1: Let's go listeners. For the listeners poll, we did, are you excited about it? Uh, 95% said yes, 5% said no. Connor has stated going back to his old approach to training when he became UFC featherweight champ. What was Connor's best weight?
0: Uh, The one when he won the belts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm happy for him to fight wherever he wants, to be honest, as long as we get some uh, banging fights and. No answer from
1: Snags. That's a cop-out answer. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Welterweight. (laughs) Heavyweight. (laughs) Heavyweight. Openweight. Yeah, openweight. That's right. I don't think he's actually dropping down Snags. I think he's just taking his training back to the the bare essentials from when he used to be in the featherweight division. So he's definitely not dropping back down to featherweight. Is that correct, Dale? That's correct. Uh, Statistically, he was by far the best version of Conor McGregor was at featherweight. That's where he he had his uh, rise to fame, where he won his first belt in the UFC. I actually think Conor McGregor is better at lightweight, but his competition is so much more. So it's easy to say he was better at featherweight. I think he's actually more suited when he puts a bit more weight on. It's just he, his opposition. You know, it, it's at a much higher standing. So uh, I hope to see him still at 155, 170. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see him get back into the winner's column at some point.
1: We gave the listeners a choice between 145 and 155. 55% said 145, and uh, 45% said 155. Kevin Holland steps in for this weekend's main event fighting against Marvin Vittori. Do we see a complete change of tactic from Holland?
0: Uh, hard one to say, boys. Um, also, he's got to have some tactic change in this fight, but I don't know if we see a complete one, to be honest.
2: I don't think we can see a complete one, DL. Even before his loss, he was... That's what he does. He gets in the cage. He talks a lot of shit. I remember the, the Jacare Souza one. Uh, at one point, Jacare was on top, and he was saying... Like, oh, Chad Hurt, don't hit me so hard. Like, and joking around being quite uh, jovial in the cage. So I don't think that goes right. I think maybe that relaxes him. People look at it like he's not taking it seriously. In some quirky way, I think that uh, relaxes him. And I think we'll still see a lot of shit talk in the cage. But hopefully, yeah, not talking to opposition uh, fighters between rounds to get advice. I thought that was going a bit far. Let's go the listeners.
1: Split down the middle, lads. All these have been pretty close. 50-50 on the oh, uh, really? on the pole from that one so
0: alright boys just to quickly jump in what's the worst sledge that someone's given you in uh in sport in your times anyone got a good one
1: uh, i think it was my last last game well probably the, the thing that stopped me from playing football uh, shit <laughs> <laughs> i was growing my hair quite long at that stage seeing the boys start to roll like the long hair was starting to come into the game oh, yeah so oh. What what they would do is they'd grab a bit of electrical tape and they'd roll it as a headband. So you'd. you'd, you'd No. Why why don't you just tape your head? Yeah. So you get the. Hey, this is AFL, so
0: yeah, you just tape your head, save the ears back. Anyway, I'd started to see
1: this thing where they were taping their hair back like that, just winding it up like so. It's a piece of rope, and you tie your hair back. Yeah, this huge bloke I was playing back pocket, so trying to hide me wasn't very good (laughs) at football. This big forward just came over to me. He goes, "When did girls start playing this game?" And then that was (laughs) it for me. That
0: was it. That That was was the end
1: of your career. Didn't play after that.
2: I think you must have been on the way out because that alone wouldn't <laughs> would, wouldn't <laughs> get you to hang <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I was, I was, guarantee agree. you, I was looking for an excuse to bail. <laughs>
0: Fair good. <laughs> Stanley, did you have any?
2: Uh, There was one, I don't know if this is going to make it to ADL, but I'll I'll run with it anyway. Uh, I was lining up for a set shot at goal in footy and I was a little bit nervous thinking this is a pretty tough shot, I'm not going to kick it. And I I was a a lifeguard down at the local pool and a bit of a hit with the ladies back then, Sugar Snags. Still are. And one of the lads from the other team went past and said, Zoni's not going to kick that, he's too busy boning all the young birds down at the pool. (laughs) That that actually reminded me, Sugar Snags, that I was in a really good streak, gave me confidence, and I went back and slotted the oh, hell out yeah. of it.
0: Son. Good. get it. Snags, you got one? Well, look, Snags is on the other end. Usually, <laughs> as you boys could probably imagine. Yeah. Uh, my worst one was um, we're playing in a semi final to get in uh, the grand final, so major semi. And. Um, one of their forwards, like one of the front rowers. I'm playing league, obviously. The game before we played them, I actually got knocked out by this dude. So I went to hit a hole and um, just fucking took my head off and Snags It's gone. See you later. Obviously, got up, played another seventy-eight points <laughs> carved up too. Um, but we were winning. It's about five to go, and um, so we're obviously go in the grand final. And I go to hit this hole near the line, and I just I just spill my lollies everywhere, and he uh, kind of knocks me over, and he goes. Um, I'll run at me again and I'll knock you out like I knocked you out last fortnight. <laughs> and then, um, look, I, I don't regret it, but I said, oh, yeah, knock me out like he misses Big Titty. Misses <laughs> Big Titty's knocking me out last night. And <laughs> fucking chaos, <laughs> presumed, <laughs> all in brawl. And then I actually had to send an apology letter to the group and to him so I couldn't get suspended <laughs> for the grand final. <laughs> that was probably my most extreme one, but. Snags was usually on uh, this end of the old old (laughs) (laughs) slurs. That was one of my best.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's a beautiful way to finish our take. Boys, moving along at pace as a trio here. Uh, Results and leaderboard update. Well, boys, some big moves and there's one significant move. Which um, I'm sure will give his moment at the end. But your C260 was our last card that we did picks for, and the gap has started to open up on that leaderboard, lads. Let me run you through fourth to first. So myself still occupying that space, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's okay. So I got I had a fairly decent card, and um, I took Malaki, O'Malley, and Francis Naganu. Yes, I took Woodley, and I dropped that one, and I'm okay with that. I am super okay with that. So anyway, yeah, Stony only got uh, Luke. Was it Luke? Luke? It was. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was.
2: Look, it was a bit of a brick of a card, but even Michael Jordan put up a few bricks in his career. That's DL, true. I like and that. And what, what did he say? I've failed over and over again, and that's what drove me to succeed. So this is just driving me to be better. So watch out, sugar snacks. I love it. And you <laughs> want to improve? Stony's coming at you from this week. I love that it. That was
0: me all last year, mate. Is That's it? why I'm fucking killing mate, it. you
2: didn't drop any Jordan quotes, though. Um, you got
1: to respect the champ over here, mate. Respect the champ. What uh, champ? <laughs> Statman. Solid card from the man. He got three. Served him right. He went against our boy Malarkey, and he took worthy, and he and he paid dearly for that. He could have had a fourth there, uh, and closed it right up with snags. So coming into first place, so DL got 12. Statman, uh, sorry, Stony's on 13, Statman's on 15, and our boy, Sugar Snags, with the, I must say, a perfect four. Missed out on the bonus point, but Snags, well done. Boys,
0: are we not surprised? Are we not surprised? Look, I actually was a little bit, to be honest, but <laughs> Champ Reign Supreme, the king of the jungle, the... Whatever else you say that's awesome, <laughs> this bloke right here, the vice-bloody mayor of Bacchus Marsh, along with my boy from uh, the, the great town, great town, yeah, I'm just rolling through, absolutely killing it, uh, I suppose, look, I'm not surprised, and I think last week Sony said he was coming back for me, he said one bad week doesn't make a loser, but two definitely does, <laughs> and uh, look, I'm just happy to continue to stay on this throne, and uh, yeah, I salute myself, to be honest. Like I looked at myself in the mirror when I saw these results come through and I just thought to myself, Jesus bloody Christ, can you get any better? And then I said to myself, yeah, I definitely can. Uh, So look, I'm in the realm of Jack Jenkins, boys, absolute champion of the world, vice mayor of Bacchus Marsh, and I will not be beaten. Will not. Ready to let the dogs out, boys. Let's
1: roll.
2: Oh, God. All right, boys. I don't know I can do many more weeks at this deal. I oh, know. It's
1: painful. It's painful. Of
0: what? My speech or the, the oh, song? Because I love that song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's
2: a bit of both. Bit of column A, bit of column B. My least favourite segment <laughs> on the podcast, DL. That one is quickly becoming.
0: It's been an absolute blowout, though. Snags, buddy, at least. 17. What is he? Three clear of second place. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thunk it, boys?
1: Hey, you're, um, what are you? Five Five in front of Stony. Oh mate, it's just that's
0: usual, really. To be honest, yeah.
1: Crazy. Anyway, anyway, boys, we might uh, we might run into some predictions for our two UFC cards. So we've got UFC Vegas twenty three and twenty four. We've picked five fights over the two cards. We'll pick three from the first one at UFC Vegas twenty three, and then we've just taken the two on UFC Vegas twenty four. And at the time of recording. The lineup wasn't fully set, so we just took the two fights featuring Australians. Fight announcements, and I heard some cheeky stats as well. Sugar snags. Snag stats,
0: baby—that's for sure.
1: I don't have uh, any any stingers for you. You can use, you? You can use Craig's if you want. Have to put it in post. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, have to hook Radio some of that
0: boys, hey boys, uh, we're going into fight number one: Kyle Dorcas and the Black Wolf. <laughs> So the Black Wolf Boys not only has degrees in BJJ, but also has degrees in finance and management. Just FYI. That's a bloody <laughs> stat for you. That's for sure. Now, I'll go first because obviously I'm the king of the castle. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going the Black Wolf Boys because uh, that kind of pedigree in terms of his uni degree, his college bloody esteem, doesn't go astray with me. I like a man that's got intelligence and I like a man that can fight. And he ticks both my boxes. That's for sure, boys. So uh, Black Wolf for snags. Easy one. Check it off. Put another point on the board.
2: Nice. DL, can we fact check these stats? Oh, we should. I, that does not sound <laughs> legitimate at all. But, uh, mate, fact check it. It's true. <laughs> I yeah.
0: Just don't disrespect the <laughs> Black Wolf.
2: Folks <laughs> worked hard for these degrees, mate. I'm not disrespecting the Black Wolf. I'm all about the Black Wolf, and that's why I'm also tipping him, DL. Hmm. Perfect. Uh, I don't know a lot about these two boys, but I know
1: they're both part of the contender series. Uh, one got a contract and the other one didn't. Different series, though. So I'm going to take the contract winner, and the contract winner was the Russian Black Wolf. Oh, okay. Yeah. 13 and 1. So I think I will back him for number 14. What's his name, Snakes?
0: Black Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm we're not def- going to say it because I'll get it wrong. I'll is- give it a dig. Please. Let's sir. just put it out there to the fans, right? I don't know how to say it properly, okay? So come along with me. But I'm going to say Alice Kabib Kavarasha.
1: It works for me. Yeah, that works for me too. <laughs> yeah, well, we miss the Statman dearly on that. <laughs> could be oh, a be. it
0: looks it, doesn't it? This is a hard you, one.
1: You've just offended all
0: the Russians. I oh, know. Statman's put it in there. Ali Askarib,
1: his There you go. Nailed He's it. put it in the rundown. Look. I know. He has I still didn't want to try and say it. Funny. Anyway, he is also taking the black wolf as well. I've got Statman's picks in there, hot on the press, so he is taking the Russian as well. Let's move on to the next fight. But next fight, boys:
0: Arnold Allen versus Sudik Yusuf. <laughs> Um, so, boys, Snag's stats for this fight is a bloody doozy, to tell you the truth. Our boy Yusuf, obviously, if he dropped one F from his last name, he would have a matching name to legendary singer Yusuf Islam, <laughs> better known as Cat Stevens, boys. So how can you not get behind the old father and son? Uh, and that's why Snag's is tipping him, to be honest. So I'm going after him. Uh, Yusuf is my boy, and I'll be singing some Cat Stevens when he gets the victory, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: How good are these stats? I miss
2: the man. (laughs) DL, I am so inspired by these stats, I'm going (laughs) to drop one of my own. If you drop one of the Fs off his last name, he would still be called Yusuf.
0: That's the thing. That's why it works. <laughs> That's
2: good. I like Arnold that. Allen, one of the most underrated fighters on the roster, boys. Uh, he's had a couple of big fights against Jeremy Stevens and the second one escapes me, but they fell through at the last moment and if he had fought them and got up, he would have had a big, big push, boys, but both of those fights fell through. Uh, so definitely not sleeping on good old Arnie, but... I'm also on uh, Yusuf. Nigeria just seems to be all the momentum's with them right now, and I don't see it stopping here. So, Cat uh, Stevens all the way. Cat Stevens it
1: is. Yeah, I'm taking Yusuf as well for this one. Uh, his first appearance since 2020. Takes on the Brit, who was also last appeared in 2020 with an impressive 16-1. and one. I feel if you're talking strength of opponent, which uh, Statman and Stoney usually do when they're given their breakdowns, both match up pretty well when you look at their opponents. Yeah, if you if you add a few extra fights in there from Yusuf, he also had a really undefeated amateur career. He went seven and zip in his amateur career as well. So if you add that together, a bit of numerology here, boys, uh, eighteen and one. So he goes past the, he goes
2: past the Brit, mm. but just don't count the Brit's uh, undefeated <laughs> amateur career as well. So Yusuf for me. Uh, Josh Emmett was the other one. Sorry to cut in there, DL. Josh Emmett and Jeremy Stevens, two big fights that Alan was expected to face off against, but both fell through. Huge. Uh, And the stat man is also taking Yusuf as well.
1: Boy's staying strong this week.
0: (laughs) Jesus. The main event. It's time. Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland, boys. Next stats for this one is going a bit, a little bit into the bloodline, a little bit deep into the old family. That's for sure, okay? Marvin Vittori, three siblings in that family, boys. You wouldn't guess it. He's actually the eldest. That's the stat. <laughs> eldest of three. <laughs> so I'm just thinking his whole life he's just absolutely beat down on the two two younger brothers, that's for sure. And uh, Kevin Holland, for me, this week, this, you know, this fight looks like the younger brother, doesn't he? He obviously does. And uh, that's why I'm going to take Vittori, because he's got the sibling power in this fight, and he's going to going to display another beatdown, boys. He's going to go to 17-4. So, uh, Vittori for snags.
2: Uh, at best, he looks like a half-brother. Deal. the hell? Just <laughs> want to clarify that. Uh, the biggest of Vittori's victories came last year when he beat Jack Hermanson, which... Coincidentally enough, that spot opened up because Kevin Holland withdrew. Uh, Kevin Holland then came back and ended up fighting Vittori's original opponent, Jacare Souza, and that became Kevin Holland's biggest win of his career. Now these two boys cross paths, and honestly, if I hadn't have seen the Derek Brunson and Kevin Holland two weeks ago, DL, I would be picking Kevin Holland, but I can't erase that from my memory. Uh, Martin Vittori, he is a legit... You know, contender. He's right up there. I, I still remember him pushing Israel right to the, the very clutch of that fight. Um, I cannot tip Kevin Holland just based off recency, what we saw. It just was very off-putting. I hope he bounces back because he had a wave of momentum, but uh, Marvin Vittori for me, mate. Mm.
1: Kevin Holland's going to want to erase a lot of things from that Brunson fight. Uh, we heard it in Hot Take as well. The audience, the listeners were very split on that. If he was going to change his tactics or anything like that, so I think he'll talk less. I don't think he'll stop talking altogether, and I think you mentioned that in Hot Take as well, Stoney. Last thing you want to do is change who you actually are because if he changes who he actually is, I think he's going in on the back foot then. Vittoria will take a lot of out of Holland's last fight. I think he'll wrestle him, but he'll also be happy to strike with him. He'll make it really, really dirty fight, and I think that pushes towards Vittori. Vittori's had way too long to plan for his fight. Even though it's a different opponent, I think he's done the work and Holland's got to back it up. So he'll have the voices in his head and I think Vittori will be pretty pumped. So I think based on that, it might go pretty early. So I'm going to take a round two TKO and the stat man is going to take Vittori decision.
0: Oh, I forgot to put my pick in for
2: finish. That's we, all right. We both did. So you go, Uh I'm going to go round three TKO. And I'll sick, I'll ride with the stat man. That wasn't the hashtag for the one week that he led the leaderboard, ride (laughs) with the stat man. I will ride with the stat man and go a Vittori decision. I think you got a whole one retweet on that (laughs) one.
1: (laughs) Well, boys, we're going to jump straight into UFC Vegas 24. All right, Snags, you want to kick us off with the first fight we're going to cover, the one of two fights that we've got on this card.
0: I do, I do, so with the first fight we've got Abdul Alasan versus Jacob Malkoon. Snags. And boys, snag stats this one hits bloody close to home, that's for sure, okay? Uh, not many people know that my, uh, you know, I'm obviously a five-stripe white belt, as you and the listeners all know. I think everyone but, knows. Uh, my, yeah, everyone, correct. My young fella actually dipped his toe in the water to do a bit of jujitsu when he was uh, interested in it. Unfortunately, he's uh, succumbed to the old blue belt blue belt thing, even though he couldn't have got his blue belt because <laughs> he's too young. Uh, but Jacob Jake, Jake Malkoon actually promoted my young fella to three stripes.
1: Oh, hey, that's cool. Uh,
0: so we actually trained with him week on week. And uh, that's a little bit of stats for you in terms of close to the family for snags. Young nice. fella finished on three-side, snags still toiling away at five. <laughs> now, uh, Malkoon is the outsider for this, but I can't go past the Aussie and my uh, previous young fella's sensei. I think he uh, yeah, he got a little bit hard done by in last fight in terms of um, his quick finish for him. I think he'll be looking for redemption. And um, knowing his skill set, seeing him train and uh, seeing a couple of his fights before the UFC, I think he's going to get this one done. Um, And I think he's going to go after it pretty hard in terms of a KO. So I'm going to back my boy Jacob Malkoon, the Aussie. And uh, I'm going to hope he gets his redemption story and his first win in the UFC, boys.
2: Now, Jacob Malkoon, he's one of Rob Whitaker's training partners? Correct. That is good enough for me, DL. Let's go on the Aussies. Cool. I think
1: they were on the same card. For his correct. last loss, last so, time, correct? Yeah, yeah, and he lost in Whitaker, obviously. First loss, obviously one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mate, look, I don't think it's going to go the same way as that last fight, and I just think, like Snag said, like I just, it just doesn't feel like that result was completely Jacob Malcoon. So, I think going into this next fight, he'll probably have a different mindset about it. He'll be ready for anything that comes at him. I think this matchup's really good for him as well. Um, I know it's going to be a prelim fight, but it's one I'm really, really looking forward to. So I'm tipping that Jacob Malkoon's going to get into the UFC win column this week. Uh, Statman having no faith at all. He's going against it. Second week, he's going against our Aussies. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. So he's going Alassane for Mm. the win.
2: Disgusting. Uh, I remember the Statman also once went against Rob Whitaker. Let the record also remind the listeners of that. Um, But... Yeah, I remember Rob Whitaker talking so highly about Malcolm when he came into the, when he was about to make his debut, as you've covered, and we don't need to hash over it. Didn't go his way, Mm. uh, but absolute glowing praise. And Whitaker was just saying, this man will be a problem once he gets his shot. So not willing to write him off after one setback, boys.
0: That's right boys, the second best voice in MMA behind Sugar Snags, Bruce Buffer just gave it to us. The main event, and our boy Robert Whittaker versus Kelvin Gaslam. When we talk about Snag stats with the Aussies, they're usually close to home, so... Just a bit of FYI for the fans. Whitaker and Snags used to pay our same rates to the same council. That's right. We used to live in the same <laughs> body area. Uh, that's before Snags decided to up and move to Melbourne. Basically, neighbours, basically, best friends. Yeah, I'll let your <laughs> imagination run wild, but uh, just have you know that uh, Snags and Whitaker come from the same pedigree, baby. That's for sure. Uh, so, anyway, into Snags' pick. Obviously, going to pick the neighbour, the neighbour Rooneyo, Ned Flanders over here going to pick Whitaker and I think he's going to get this one done uh, by decision okay I think it's going to go the five I think it'll be an absolute uh, tactical bang fest but I don't see Whittaker especially off the back of his last fight um, I don't see him getting done I think he's just really ramping back up in his stride and I'm looking forward to the fight with Izzy after this one boys
2: yeah Calvin Gastelum he surprisingly I think we touched on this last time DL does not have that good of a record recently uh, he's obviously had a good win against Ian Heinich at UFC 258 uh, in February, so that's coming off fairly recent. Before that, drop to Jack Hermanson, uh, Darren Till, Israel Adesanya he had a split decision win over Jacare Souza which has aged poorly. Statman often talks about <laughs> fights that uh, seem good at the time but then uh Jacare Souza hasn't gone on to do anything, you know, remotely impressive since then. So that win, you know, probably not as good as what we thought. He had the big K over Michael Bisbing, clearly on the way, on the way out with one eye and, you know, just father time and caught up with him. There's not a lot of impressive wins for all the hype that Calvin Gastelum is. One thing I will give him credit for, he does not get finished by way of TKO. And I think that's the only way that uh, Rob Whitaker could finish him. I can't see Rob taking it to the ground and getting a submission. Uh, so on that basis, given how very few KO losses Gastelum has had, and I think it's none... I've got to go decision as well and I don't you – now feel dirty. Oh,
0: good God. You just, oh. Well, at least I can't bloody go behind in points.
2: I, at least I had some, you know, good content justifying my pick. Um, but anyway, carry Next on. Snacks goes 4 Not for 4 post-COVID. one week
0: Buddy Stoney just gets on the bandwagon. Uh, Who would have thunk it?
1: Surely the Reaper gets his by decision, lads. I think the narrative is if he gets through Gaslam quickly – then the Izzy rematch happens. Like that's the kind of narrative that's been getting built around it. I think Gassam's being undersold here. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, I think we could see a busted up Whitaker, like oh, an absolute it. an absolute busted up Whitaker. Um, it's a war for sure, and I, I love this fight. Like I'm gonna see a busted up Whitaker, but he's gonna win. He's gonna win by oh, decision. Okay, well, that's okay. Then. We'll yeah, a bit but about the how many photos have you seen of of Izzy's face? He goes, here's his last five fights and then he's faced with the Gaslam fight. I think we're going to see something similar. I think we're going to get Whitaker busted up a little. Calvin Gaslam loves the scrap. Hmm. Loves the scrap. And he's hard to get down to. So we'll see. So we'll see if those rounds with Tim Zoo pay off. Uh, Whitaker, we talked about this in the last podcast with JJ. We talked about Whitaker getting rancid with Tim Zoo, And for anyone that saw the Dennis Hogan-Tim Zoo fight, I think uh, that uppercut nearly split. Dennis Hogan's uh, tongue in two. So let's see if uh, Whitaker can do the same to Calvin Gaslam. For sure. And the stat man is taking Whitaker? TK okay. round two. Oh, he's back on. So he's back he's on back the... TK on. Round what? He's learning. TKO around two. I thought he said round one. No, no, he no round he's taking, taking round two.
2: Just want to touch, D.L. Just go back one real quick one. You mentioned go. if Rob Whitaker gets it done quickly, he should be next in line. Yep. I, I think irrespective, if Rob Whitaker gets it done in any capacity... He I needs agree. to be next in line. Yeah, it's not Darren Till. Exactly. A <laughs> shout out to our reigning and defending tool of the week, Eugene Berryman. It's definitely not Darren Till. And I am a little bit disappointed, boys, that we're not seeing Rob Whitaker, Paul Costa. Obviously, that one uh, fell through. That would have been an absolute cracker of a fight. Uh, but, yeah, let's go, Rob. Let's bring it home for for Oceana, for Australia. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I can't wait to see that rematch. And I
1: can't wait for Stoney to have a phone again. I think there's a few tools out there that need to be uh, served.
2: Oh. Look, I firmly
0: agree
1: <laughs> with that, to be honest. Boys, that wraps out our picks. Let's jump into our little punters club. It's been a dry couple of weeks since our big win in the podcast. Unfortunately, Sugar Snacks has been sending us astray with his leg ones. Did
0: anyone else lose last week?
1: No, no, just you. Mm. Just me last week? Yeah, two weeks in a row. So, no, I didn't lose.
2: Yeah, two weeks, leg, in, two weeks two, in a row. Two, two weeks
0: in a row. Yep. That's
2: <laughs> Yep. I hate to point the <laughs> finger, but uh, DL, I'm pointing squarely at, at Sugar Snags because translate some of that, that good predictions you've got on the podcast into the, the yeah. boys multi.
1: Mate, you should be tipping MMA, not not NRL. Ah, oh, mate, come on.
0: I don't need that kind of buddy negativity
1: <laughs> in my life, boys. Well, boys, the bank ballast currently sits at 524. I know it's been a couple of dry episodes, but we are bound to get back on the winner's list soon. So this four-leg multi today, I'm going to kick it off. I'm our $10 investor for this week. I've been playing a little bit of golf lately, lads. So oh, I've been...
0: <laughs> no, we're not going to the stick and ball. Mate, we?
1: we're going to the stick and ball. So I've been playing a little golf lately, and it's got me uh, really, really interested. So I've been watching a little bit of the PGA Tour. Yeah. Uh, and this week, one of the majors kicks off. So we've got the Masters, Augusta. Very prestigious oh. event. Very. I'm liking my boy Jordan Spieth, at the moment. I reckon mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth's got some form heading into this into this tournament. I'm going tactical, right? Well, yeah. he's, he's about $13 for a straight-out win, but I'm going to play tactical. I'm going to go for the top five finish with Jordan Spieth. $3.75, lads. Oh, not too bad. It's good money. It's good money. How long does the tournament go for? Four days.
0: Four days. <laughs> We've got to ride a buddy one leg of the multi for four days.
1: Yeah, but it, it kicks off tomorrow. So <laughs> oh, okay. like All it'll right. finish on it'll finish by Monday morning, our time. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah, Jordan Speith, top five, three dollars seventy five. Oh, nice bet. Thank you. All right, our next one is Stony.
2: Yeah, just to commemorate all the boys jumping on Bobby Knuckles, I want to throw it on the nose for Rob Whitaker to get it done against Calvin Gastelum, uh, paying $1.40 deal.
0: Oh, yeah, I like it. Bit of MMA flavour.
2: Whilst DL plugs that in, I just read that Jordan Spieth won the 2020 Arnie Award. Now, do you know what that's about, uh, Sugar Snacks?
0: Yeah, it's obviously the Arnold Classic, so he's obviously a bodybuilder slash golfer, is that correct?
2: That's exactly what I thought, but no, it was to honour the late Arnold Palmer and his commitment uh, to charity.
0: Arnie Palmer, sorry, I get I get my Arnolds pretty much confused. I also get Arnie Palmer confused with Parmigiana from the i <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, where's he going? $1.35, uh, Stoney. He's dropped in, but yeah, we're still on Yeah, it.
1: so we'll take thirty-five. All right, is stat cool. Statman sending a pick. Statman did. Sorry, oh, stat. Statman. I think I might leave Statman's to last. Is that okay with you? Oh well, bucks the trend. Because yeah, he's given me two cool. options, and like he's the inter-
0: usual snags is going to go back. I'm sorry, boys, but I'm doing it. I'm going back to the world of NRL. Uh, my team, the Rabbits, are playing the Broncos, who are an absolute diabolical basket case in the world of NRL, <laughs> NRL at the moment. I think they've won. Uh, I think they come in second last. I think they won one game against the Bulldogs who come in last. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I'm actually going to back Alex Johnson, who was uh, last year's highest try scorer in the comp. I'm going to back him any time try scorer. Sorry, no, I'm going to back him to score two or more tries in the game, paying three bucks. So you go down to player markets to score two or more tries. Alex Johnson paying three bucks.
1: Yep, players market to score two or more tries. Yep. Alex Johnson, three Good bucks. Boy.
0: Alex, John, that left side attack, boys, Oof,
1: it's highly arousing. Okay, yep, it it's, it's, it's good. good to play. Well, good to play. Drugs. What are we sitting at? All right, boys, so we're looking at – with it, this is without Statman, so we're sitting currently at 15-18, and then we'll power play that. Jesus so All right, Christ. so here's our two options. So Statman's given me Mackenzie Dern on this weekend's card or the following weekend. I think it's this weekend's card. So he's gone for a sub. At four twenty, or straight out at $2.05. So, boys, if you want to flex a little bit of the multi-muscle. I don't think that's in the rules. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, he's just trying to palm
0: it off to the boys. So, if we get it wrong, it's not his fault. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, his first, his, his first message was sub $4.20 Mackenzie well, Dern, go, right? And then he goes, hey, if the boys get a bit crazy, maybe just go for a straight out win.
0: Well, you can't do that. Stoney, you're just going to take his first choice, aren't you? Uh,
2: I think you are. But also, if Mackenzie Dern's going to going to win it, she's going to spend a lot of time on the ground controlling. And if she has a lot of time on the ground, she's going to get that sub at some point. So I, I like the sub for 420. I feel uh-huh.
0: disrespected that he sent through two picks.
1: <laughs> well, it's the same pick. He's just given us a, a method. That's just like me saying DL. Is Alec
0: Johnson going to score two or three tries and then he only scores two and then your boy's like, oh, you're
1: a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> we'll say that anyway. I would. Yeah.
2: Mackenzie. you got two uh, two
0: MMA Mackenzie. fights in this bloody multi-stony.
2: Who would have thought it on an MMA podcast, goddamn. Oh, we
0: don't usually put them in it. Two MMA fights, an NRL game, two, tri- two tries and a golf tournament.
2: <laughs> it's a nice blend. It
1: is really nice. I'm
0: going to have to pull myself back into the darts realm next fortnight, I think. Oh, boys. Sports boys, bet. We have, we sport, had a,
1: sports bet well, have gifted me with a bonus bet. Thanks, Sports bet. Okay. Oh. So, because we've Chuck McKenzie Dern into our uh, as submission,
2: <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to break records to be lu- yeah. ludicrous.
1: Yeah. So, we've gone up to $70.93. <laughs> <cents>. Yep. <laughs> 700. 700 buckaroos. So, that's powered up. So, it was 60 75 powered up to $70.93. So, boys. Jordan Spieth, top five, Robert Whitakart for the straight out win, Alex Johnson to score two or more tries, Rabados versus the Broncos, and Mackenzie Dern by submission. I don't I hate like it. it. I don't, I don't, hate, don't hate, hate it either. It, yeah. I don't hate it. I feel like we're gonna take your money this week, sports bet. So Chuck, <sighs> Chuck 50 on it. Sounds great. Okay, no, not doing that. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Chuck 15 at least. Come on, give the boys something to get excited about. No,
1: no thanks, no thanks. Anyway, boys, uh, that's a wrap on episode 46. If you like what we're doing, please like, share, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. If you would like to support the podcast even further, you can jump onto our online store and purchase one of our supporter tees. That's episode 46 of the podcast, boys. I'm Producer DL.
0: I am Vice Mayor of Bacchus Marsh Sugar Snags.
1: And I am the step, no I'm not, I'm the I'm stony, <laughs> I'm stony. <laughs> and we'll, sorry I'm and stat stags we'll, <laughs> And we'll run it back with you all on the next runner back podcast
0: <laughs> Do you stat kind of keeps us like level?
1: I think so Jesus. He, he obviously stretches it out more because I think that's like a 35 minute podcast No I've
0: recorded for ages, Yeah. 50 minutes
1: I don't it won't be